Bible says when you come to Christ, you're going to spend eternity with him in paradise, in heaven, and it'll be total fulfillment. And the decision that you make about Christ will decide where you are a hundred years from tonight. The fact that time is short calls for immediate action. Every time the clock ticks, it seems to say now. There may be no tomorrow for you. Make this the year you start a relationship with Jesus Christ. We'd love to pray with you about that. Call us, 855-255-PRAY, 855-255-PRAY. We're the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. WTRJ, Orange Park, Jacksonville. WAYL, St. Augustine. WATY, Folkestone, Georgia. Online at ilovethetruth.com. If you haven't switched to MediShare yet, two big reasons to at least consider it and why it makes so much sense right now. Number one is inflation, which is just affecting everything. It just makes sense to say, okay, where can I actually save? Well, you can save a lot in one fell swoop if you switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month. Secondly, your conscience. MediShare members aren't forced to pay for things they don't support or believe in, and that's a big deal for a lot of people right now. They want their money to actually help people. And one more reason, you can trust MediShare. It's been the gold standard for healthcare sharing for more than 30 years. It works, and members love it too. It has double the member satisfaction rating compared to health insurance. So now's a great time to consider making the switch, and they are very easy to talk to. MediShare has great customer service. You can call now and get a price within two minutes. Here's the number. It's 844-55-BIBLE. That's 844-55-BIBLE. 844-55-BIBLE. Hey folks, good afternoon. Welcome to SWAT Radio. Brad Sykes along with my good buddy Doug McCary coming to you live this Wednesday afternoon. It is January 10th and it is uh, as bad as yesterday was weather-wise. Today is one of those probably top 20, top 30 days of the year. It's a beautiful 60 degrees, day. crystal clear. Couldn't be better. And uh, we, we, how'd you guys fare? We did through the all storm? right, but I mean, it, that was a, it was a, a really weird storm system for, for all those people in Mississippi who listen on WMAR and WMOX, you guys got it, I guess a day ago, but it was moving so fast. The storm system itself, like we said yesterday, stretched all the way from South Florida down on the tips up to Toronto, north of That's Toronto, incredible. Canada. And it was moving from the west to the or, 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 to the northeast at 70 to 80 miles an hour. I mean, and what was so crazy is they were pinpointing hurricane or tornadoes. I mean, like right. they were saying, okay, we got a tornado in uh, Bartram um, Park. It's moving toward uh, Ponte Vedra. It's going to be going there. It'll be there at 413. Like right. almost... <laughs> that's incredible yeah they they were doing a lot of stuff and so but it 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 did create some havoc but apparently here in uh, jacksonville bartram park and neptune beach really got most of the damage although there was damage out across i-10 toward mariana you know and out there um i didn't even hear about a a tornado yeah um well there were four tornadoes reported in the state 
but they were some really strong winds. And even last night, I'm laying in bed, and it's like 11 o'clock at night, and I hear this, and I'm like, is that the wind, Lori? And, you know, and she's like, yeah. And I'm like, but then it went away. It was just like a big gust. So it was kind of a weird storm system, but I was thankful, uh, you know, um, that that we escaped. In fact, I was talking to you about before I, when I left yesterday on the radio, <laughs> headed home, Lori calls me, hey, don't don't come over the bridge because they're saying it's going to hit here at 413. There's no way you can make it. And I mean, like they're, they're hunkered down girls in the bathroom. No like, way. Yeah. It, uh, uh, her mom's in the bathroom They're They're in there hunkered down. Like what you do when a tornado's coming. Of course. Because they said it was moving, but it ended up going South. But, uh, like I shared going down Butler Boulevard yesterday was wild because, you know, I slowed down to like 60, mm. Um, because there was so much water on Butler Boulevard, you could just look at the cars that were going across on both sides, and it, it's yeah. just spinning up water almost like a boat a mm. boat motor. Man, it mm. was crazy. <clears throat> so, well, I noticed you slipped out of here pretty quick yesterday. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, well, I got I did. Well, it, it first it looked like it was going to dissipate and go northeast, so we weren't going to get anything. Right. But again, it was kind of a weird system. Uh, My son, Ryan, lives down in Melbourne, and they got hit last night. The the tail end kind of swept across and got them later in the evening. So uh, anyway, um, yeah, so uh, there there were four uh, apparent tornadoes, and hopefully if you're listening, you guys fared okay. and and didn't have any real significant damage but you know again just like i shared yesterday when you see a storm system that large and you think about the amount of rain that it brings down in mm-hmm. in, in the path i mean brad you think about i mean just just think of, about that how big it is like like you just say from miami uh to toronto Okay, I mean uh, that that alone is. I mean, you're 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 talking um, fifteen hundred miles. <laughs> that storm spanned fifteen hundred miles. That system, and um, that's a big storm. Huge. Yeah. I, Huge. I mean, we're just not used to seeing storm systems that big, unless they're a hurricane. You right. know. Right. Uh, and um but it just goes to show you um that uh you know it's not nature is powerful god created that and those things are massive and they create a lot of damage and you know i was reading uh the denison forum today and he was talking about how fortunate people on that flight where the the door popped off mm-hmm. um and because nobody was sitting next to the door and 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 they were climbing so everybody had their seat belts on but had people been up and around up at altitude and that happened it could have sucked a lot of people out oh my gosh and yeah. you're talking about just a nightmare mm. killing the <clears throat> air industry i mean uh, for a while and and, well, and wrecking all these families and yeah. everybody who flies a lot did I mean, they ever kind of figure out what happened i mean i yeah, know some I mean, screws they've, are coming well, out well they've or? identified there's just some some flaws uh, so it, either in 
design or in the application of the design. And so they, they've grounded a lot of That's planes. That's a Boeing, right? Uh, 737? Yeah, a, a 737 yeah. Max. Yeah. I think yeah. it's a Max. And uh, But they had problems with the Max 8. They had crashes overseas mm-hmm. with the, the predecessor to this plane. So not good for Boeing, not good for flying. And, uh, Sell your you know, Boeing stock. I guess. Yeah, yeah but, but again, like we were talking about yesterday, you know, we exercise faith every time you get on an airplane. You don't know who's flying. You don't know what they've done prior to that. You don't know what their state of mind is. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we place more trust in Delta than we do God. More trust in Coke, Coca-Cola and bottling a Coke or Dr. Pepper or, you know, whoever, um, than we do God. And so we exercise faith all the time. It's just a matter of what that faith is in what's the object and and uh, that's why i think um you know this week we've been talking about abiding in this year the word really that i'm going to share with the guys next week is abide yeah for 2024 because if you're abiding uh, it doesn't mean you're not going to make mistakes it doesn't mean you're not going to fall but it means that if you're abiding then you know the father and and the father was never about perfection of humans Mm -hmm. he was about the perfection of his son who came to die for us because we're flawed but he wants us to be in relationship with him to know him to walk with him to depend on him and really throughout scripture what you see more than anything else that he celebrates is when people trust him. Yeah, yeah. Even even if they blow mm. it, you know. Uh, I, even if people blow it, I was reading in the Old Testament, and either this morning or yesterday, where I was reading, and it was like, we know that even if we mess up, we we can trust him. Yeah. Well, I think the first act of faith is actually prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> people. How do you show faith? Well, I think the first way you show faith is in prayer. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it is, you've, you've talked about this even in the SWAT Bible studies, that, you know, prayer demonstrates a dependence on God. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I go to God in prayer because I know whatever it is I'm looking for, <laughs> either I've tried to get it somewhere else or I already know I can't provide that for myself. Yeah. Peace, rest. Uh, a lot of the things strength. we're even talking about strength exactly i mean uh, how to handle stress mm-hmm. <laughs> uh you know we've been talking about silence and solitude and stillness and surrender all of those things are things that we probably struggle with in our world you yeah. know well I, I i've been like i said reading in ezra which is a great book you know i gave you that quote the other day from 7 710 But in 10 this morning, it says, we have broken faith with our God. And what they did is they married foreign wives and they were told not to do that. But even now, there is hope for Israel in spite of this. So there is a a looking toward God because of his mercy, because of his character, that says, you know what, we've messed up. But even though we've messed up, there's hope. 
if we what? Repent and turn back to him. That's the thing about God. Mm -hmm. It's never about that. There's no one thing that any of you could do out there. Nothing that could be the one thing that will keep him forever away from you, except rejecting Jesus. That's the only thing. Correct. If, 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 If there's any other thing that you have done in your life, no matter how vile, no matter how evil you think it is, his mercy covers that that brad is amazing grace that that is amazing grace amazing no that and i think you know doug that's a message that needs to be heard because you know when i meet with guys especially if it's a new person Mm -hmm. i want to know what your prayer life is Mm -hmm. because your prayer life will reflect uh what you think about god Mm -hmm. and a lot of them feel like i've just blown it too bad Mm. (laughs) you know and to your point, we've never blown it that bad. Oh, no, there's only one thing that keeps you from his mercy, and that's rejecting his son. I mean, that that is, is such an encouraging word because, you, you know, you and I talk about this a lot. We blow it every day. I mean, <laughs> you blow it in thought. You blow it in deed. In fact, I was having a conversation uh, on the way here with a guy, and he was just telling me about, the the hope that in spite of our blowing it that he still loves us yeah not because of us but because of jesus and it's only because of our attachment to jesus that's why it's so important for people to understand when we talk about following him you are not going to follow him perfectly you will fail but if you are following him and you fail, he's with you. Just like he pulled Peter up out of the ocean when his eyes went off of him, (laughs) when he'll pull you up from out of whatever ocean you're falling into when your eyes go off of him. You just got to take his hand like Mm. Peter did Mm. and not push it away. Mm. That's just all he wants us to do. And there's no greater feeling in the world than when you've blown it. And he says, you know what? I love you. I love you. Now turn, come back for our time of refreshing. You know, and David experienced that. Yeah. You know, David experienced that. He says, Lord, don't take your spirit from me. Yeah. Don't. Please renew the yeah. joy of my salvation. Bring it back. Renew to a me. right spirit yeah, in me. Give, give yeah. me that spirit. So yeah. mm. anyway. Well, <clears throat> I just was thinking about what really what we've been talking about this week uh, from Swindoll's book, uh, Intimacy with the Almighty, uh, just I had, I had posted it yesterday. I had a few people text me, you know, where to get the book and all that stuff. And, you know, as big a reader as I am, I always say, if you're not a reader, find a small book. Uh, this is a small book. You, you can read it in about an hour in, in one sitting if you wanted to. I'm not doing it that way. But uh, it is such an encouraging book and a great book to start the year off. So, uh, highly recommend it. It's Intimacy with the Almighty by Dr. Chuck Swindoll, Charles Swindoll. So, anyway, we'll take a quick break and be right back. Our lines are open this week. You can call us anytime, 844-777-7928, 844-777-7928. You can also email us at ask at SWATradio.com if you've got a question or a comment. Love to hear from you. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomnehl.com. The Florida Georgia Truth Network, heard in Amelia Island at 91.3. Why you ever chose me has always been a mystery. All my life I've been told I belong at the end of the line. With all the other not quite, with all the never get it right. Hey, welcome to SWAT Radio. Doug and Brad here on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. Glad you tuned in. If you want to call in, love to hear from you. 844-777-7928. I hope uh, you, we'd love to hear from you. Just give us a shout. Hey, I have to make a public apology here, Doug. I uh, <laughs> I held one of our SWAT brothers up today. I completely forgot we were scheduled to meet uh, my brother Tim Pardue, oh, who you know he is such a faithful man, and uh, he's been such a great encouragement to me. I know to you as well. And uh, I, I was so looking forward to getting together, and I just completely dropped the ball, and for I didn't even put it on my calendar. And uh, he texts me, he goes, "Hey, are you going to make it today?" Oh my, Tim, gosh. sorry, brother, uh, but we're going to get together next week. So when I get back. <clears throat> Well, Tim, I'd make him buy lunch on that. Oh, well, there's no question. I mean, that, that's a given. Uh, well, hey, you know, if you're just tuning in to SWAT radio for the first time, maybe, uh, whether, whether you're in Virginia or, or Mississippi, Florida, Georgia, wherever, um, there are five core values to SWAT. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. It's a Bible study that started back in 2011, 12-ish time frame. And um, the uh, Bible studies kind of expanded into SWAT radio about seven years ago, almost eight years ago now, uh, seven years ago. And uh, our first broadcast was in uh, 2017, January. <laughs> and um, anyway, these values are what we hope that every SWAT guy really embraces um because they're biblical values the first is god's word our authority our starting point and our greatest weapon god's word is our greatest weapon no matter what you're dealing with his word will give you wisdom discernment and um it, it is it is the thing that points us to jesus 
It is the thing that points us to God and reveals his heart, reveals his character, reveals his will. And so his word is our starting point and it's our authority. And if a guy is part of SWAT, the understanding is he is underneath the word of God. That is his authority. Not me, not Brad, not David or any teacher, not Craig, anybody, uh, Christopher, anybody who's teaching, uh, it's the word of God. And so that's the first thing. Second is prayer. You mentioned that a while ago, but, but prayer has a lot of meanings to a lot of people. There's devotional prayer where you just wake up and, or, or you spend time with God alone in the afternoon and you're just conversing with God. Um, there's intercession where we're actually interceding for people like you see in the Bible. Um, that is the battle. Jesus prayed and prayed and prayed the night before the crucifixion, and that's where the real battle was. And prayer is our battle. And so that's the second core value. Third is discipleship, Uh, imitating and replicating Jesus. Um, You know, it is imitating and replicating him. That's our desire that uh, we want to make his last command our first priority as we're out there uh, every day looking for people that are his that that really need to be discipled and mentored. Everybody needs a Timothy in their life, like Paul had Timothy to mentor. Everybody needs a Paul in their life, like Timothy needed Paul. And everybody needs a Barnabas Mm-hmm. in their life like paul needed Barnabas yep. as a peer so discipleship is a, a core value and evangelism which is a part of discipleship it's witnessing and the way we do it at swat is prayerfully prayer is the foundation intentionally we want to care for people and and then we naturally share what is overflowing out of us right. uh, that we've embraced that Jesus is the King of Kings, Lord of Lords. He died on the cross. He lived a perfect life and was resurrected after three days as God's stamp of approval saying his death covered our sin. And now he reigns and rules over his people. And so when you come into his kingdom, it's not just about getting a fire insurance policy to go to heaven. It is about being part of the greatest kingdom that has ever existed. It's the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then the fifth um, value is community. Um, the, a band of brothers around the word. And um, the key to that band of brothers is that we are authentic with one another and we love one another and we know that we have each other's back. Amen. And so those values, God's word, prayer, evangelism, discipleship, and community are the core values of our ministry. So if you're just tuning in, I, I just felt like we haven't talked about that this no, week, but we it's haven't. good to always throw that <clears throat> out right. there. Um, again, the studies start next next Wednesday? Uh, next Wednesday, that's correct. Now, will y'all still meet at the beach? Is that already set up? We're going to meet at the YMCA. There is a change. We normally have met at Woody's Barbecue for the last 12 years, but now we're meeting at, uh, we're going to end up meeting at the YMCA in Ponte Vedra. So the YMCA is on Landrum Road. So uh, just want to maybe um, 
put that on your calendar that uh, I'll get James to change that on the website because on the SWAT website, we'll change that from Woody's to the uh, YMCA. And uh, again, it's on Landrum Road out there. And uh, it's not far from, well, it's right next to Landrum Middle School. So um, hold on just a second. I'll get you the address. (laughs) So it is... Uh, 170 Landrum Lane. So that's pretty easy. Okay. 170 Landrum Lane, Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida, 32082. We will meet there at 6.30 a.m. next Wednesday. You know, the, how important is it? You know, and I think not, you and I talk about it a lot uh, on air, off the air. We talk with a lot of men. We meet with a lot of men. And this is an area that... Uh, men need we desperately need friendships we need community and uh, a lot of times and it just seems like a lot of churches today uh, it's hard to find community Mm -hmm. uh, because church tends to be kind of a concert in some ways you know well uh, it's certainly a concert kind of atmosphere where it's very one way from the platform out into the body without right. a lot of interaction right not that there's going to be interaction you know when the pastor's preaching no no, no. but uh, if it's if it's uh, that's the it, way it was in the synagogues well exactly in the synagogues um, there was a message that was given a little bit of an explanation and then, and then they went back and yeah, forth about it i wish yeah. we'd do that wouldn't that be awesome <laughs> that would be it'd, so great yeah, it'd be well in today's age it'd be a it'd be a <laughs> shootout you know it'd be everybody well you said this or it said this, like that. Uh, yeah. it'd be kind of we've lost civility right yeah. <clears throat> but yeah i mean just the importance that uh i have found personally mm-hmm. uh is getting together with another brother or two and discussing uh the text that we have been studying you know yes you're teaching it or I may be teaching it or, you know, Craig or one of the other guys may be teaching it. But boy, and this is one of the things you and I talk about a lot is how fortunate, how blessed we are that we have the opportunity to teach because in teaching, it forces me to go deep into the text. And uh, I love, that's one of the reasons I love doing this uh, is oftentimes it's us kind of working through the text together and uh, inviting you to join us in that. How are you applying? How's that working? Yeah. You if, know? It, if it didn't go through you, it does no good. That's it's right. Just to sit up in your brain. That's right. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of, I don't know. It's kind of like food. If it just sits there, it's going to rot over. Yes. Time, you know, so it's got to go through you. Well, this week, like Brad shared earlier, we've been in intimacy with the almighty, which is a, a, a little book that Chuck Swindoll wrote that he kind of, he just was getting to a place where he felt like he needed to lay out some things uh, because he was president of the seminary and he realized how how cluttered his world was. And he laid out four disciplines that we've been talking about. Really, uh, we just got into the first one yesterday, simplicity. Uh, but the four disciplines are, uh, you know, we need to reorder our private world uh, with the exercise of uh, simplicity. And then second is to be still and exercise the discipline of silence. And then third is to cultivate peace. We, we, we exercise the discipline of solitude. We'll talk about those two today, as well as the fourth one, which is surrender. 
the discipline of surrender to trust God completely, which is ultimately where we all need to be headed. That That is the ultimate for us as believers is to trust God completely. And, you know, the, uh, the discipline of simplicity we talked yesterday is basically just getting rid of clutter. But today we're looking at being still, discipline number two, being still, the, the discipline of silence. Um, you know, if you, if you think it's hard to uh, declutter, <laughs> it's even more difficult to be silent in our world, isn't it, Brad? Yeah, it really is. Uh, I mean, um, when you think about all the noise clutter, going on in our world the be still and know that i'm god you you can be still but there's going to be noise you know Mm -hmm. um the the whole idea about be still and know that i'm god is this concentration of you need to stop and remember that i'm god right i don't think we even know what still or silence looks like a lot of times yeah well the <clears throat> different bible translations and paraphrases say it different ways uh, just listen to this cease striving and know that i'm god stand silent and know that i'm god let be and be still and know recognize and understand that i am god give in and admit that i'm god Stop fighting and know that I'm God. I don't know what you personally may be going through, but no matter what, you are not God and neither am I. And we need to be reminded that there are some times that we need to step out of yeah. the traffic of life and just stop and listen and be quiet. Well, maybe we can talk about this when we come back, this idea of patiently waiting on the lord you know i don't i'm not that's patience is a fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. and yet boy i find myself in this particular area about being still and being silent mm-hmm. it's an issue of patience for me mm-hmm. not waiting on the lord glad you tuned in today call us this afternoon 844-777-7928 844-777-7928 love to hear from you we're gonna take a quick break and be right back News. I'm John Scott. Republican Congresswoman Nancy Mace of South Carolina was not amused by Hunter Biden's unexpected appearance at the House Oversight Committee today. You are the epitome of white privilege coming into the Oversight Committee, spitting in our face, ignoring a congressional subpoena to be deposed. What are you afraid of? With more, here's correspondent Edwin Mora. For her son, Hunter Biden arrived on Capitol Hill Wednesday to attend in person the hearing called by the House Oversight Committee, setting up an unprecedented clash on live television between the first son and House Republicans. Hunter is at odds with Republicans over their demand that he testify behind closed doors, insisting he will only do so in a public setting. Republicans have dismissed that offer, saying the president's son will not get any special treatment. Edwin Mora, Washington. Also at SRNews.com, the White House has ordered cabinet members or secretaries to notify the president's chief of staff if they can't ever perform their duties. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says the order comes 
after learning of Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's surprise illness last week. That's not the way this is supposed to happen. The president understands that, and, uh, and that's why he wants uh, the chief of staff to take a look at processes across the administration and agencies here, and that's why DOD is also looking at their own procedures to make sure that that doesn't happen again. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby. Black, white, Hispanic, and Asian adults in the U.S. largely agree that the government should focus on the economy and foreign policy issues in 2024. That's according to two recent polls by the AP North Center for Public Affairs Research and AAPI data. Economic issues, however, they are first and foremost. The Dow had 55 points, the NASDAQ adding 84 points. This is SRN News. This is Ann Graham Lotz with Daily Light for Daily Living. Life isn't easy. We usually can't choose our circumstances, but we can choose how we respond to them. King David faced many perilous times, including personal attacks, enemy invasions, national war, and family betrayal. He understood the feeling of fear, yet he responded with confidence. His prayer in Psalm 27 reveals his attitude in the face of war. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? There are many different types of wars. Wars between nations, wars within the heart, wars within the home, wars on our streets, wars in our culture. No, life is not easy. How are you responding to it? Listen to me. As you face trouble within and without, don't be afraid. Stay focused on the Lord who is your stronghold. This is Ann Graham Lotz. There's major delays because of a crash on University Boulevard southbound at Richard Street, blocking two right lanes. Also, there's a broken-down vehicle on Butler Boulevard eastbound at the ramp to Kernan Boulevard, blocking the off-ramp right lane. And there's a disabled vehicle on I-95 southbound at the ramp to Pecan Park Road. Partly cloudy tonight, low 42. Thursday, partly sunny, high 61. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm A.J. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And right now, right now I'm losing bad. Stood on this stage night after night. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. Beautiful afternoon here in Jacksonville. And uh, glad to have our folks up in uh, the light from the lighthouse in Virginia and uh, Meridian, Mississippi and Folkestone, Georgia. You know, it's a unique week. We we probably do this once or twice a year where we, we aren't maybe digging into a text. Yeah, we're just um, kind of topical with this whole idea of abiding and really this book. It, it just, this is the kind of book that it, it's a booklet that's a help. I call it a help because it's, how God used a very wise servant. Chuck Swindoll has faithfully served the Lord for a long, long time. He's got to be in his 90s now, I think. No, I don't think he's quite. I think he's in his late 80s. Late sure. 80s. Yeah. But he's, he has been preaching for a long time and faithfully preaching. Yeah. And so he shared these disciplines 
as the president of, of Dallas Seminary, as he looked out there and thought, this is really helpful. And I found it very helpful to be reminded that we need simplicity. We need silence. We need solitude. And we need to surrender as we allow God to speak through his word mm-hmm. in our life. You know, um, Henry Nouwen, um, who um, wrote this, he wrote a lot of good books, actually. Um, but he, he, he made this statement I thought was interesting. There was not a time too long ago without radios and television without stop signs, yield signs, merge signs, bumper stickers, and even announcements uh, indicating a price increase or a sale somewhere. There was a time without advertisements, which now covers whole cities with words. Like, think about it. From the time you get in your car driving down the road, if you turn your radio on, if you turn uh, your podcast on, everything now, you can't even go to a news thing without them trying to get your email and your stuff because they want to send you advertisements. They want to clutter your brain. And noise and crowds have a way of, of basically sucking our energy out and distracting us. And a lot of times, those images stay with you. Those words stay with you. Those those uh, remember I said yesterday those uh, desires these ad create in you mm-hmm. stay with you and can be a distraction in listening to God if you don't get away and, and get away from things and have times of silence and times of solitude. Um, in solitude, we're talking about silence now, but solitude is where you have to go a lot of times to get the silence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, Doug, I, you've probably heard me share this story. Uh, guy we both know, uh, Frost Weaver. Uh, I remember meeting with Frost Weaver not far from where we are sitting in this studio, and I was meeting with him for the first time. This was kind of part of my kind of need to have an older man in my life. I didn't know Frost. Frost didn't know me. But one of the things, I'll never forget what he he um, said to me as we sat in the booth over at uh, IHOP on Bay Meadows. Because he, he initially said, well, what can I help you with? <laughs> and I said, well, I don't really know. I just know I need some some older, wiser men in my life. Well, so I started to tell him a little bit about my background and kind of what I was currently doing at the moment. And I was building a business and running all over the state and uh, I got five kids and just all the things that were going on. (laughs) And I don't remember exactly what he said, but I think the expression on his face pretty much put it, you know, like, man, you're too busy. And uh, he asked me this, Doug. He said, when was the last time you just got alone? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I was like, what is that? I don't even know what that looks like. And uh, in fact, what was interesting is that afternoon I had to be down in Daytona for a meeting. And uh, so I, I made the you know, hour and 20 minute drive down to Daytona. And those words rung with me that Frost Weaver said, you need to get time alone by yourself in silence. 
and uh just so happened by god's providence the guy I was supposed to meet with it was a real estate guy he, he couldn't meet and i had literally an hour and a half of nothing on my calendar i drove straight to the beach parked my car took my shoes off and sat on the beach for an hour and a half it was it was i still remember that was 20 23 years ago so you had some solitude oh yeah and it just i mean there were times of weeping mm. where you realize that we are so i mentioned this the other day you know john 10 10 the thief comes to kill steal and destroy i think one of the biggest things that we he steals is our time mm-hmm. he steals our attention he steals our focus listen if he can get our eyes he can get our mind he'll get your heart yeah and uh well you know um now and who i quoted a while ago says in solitude i get rid of my scaffolding there's no friends to talk to <laughs> there's no telephone calls to make there's no meetings to attend there's no music to entertain no books to distract me just me naked vulnerable weak sinful deprived <laughs> broken nothing and it's this nothingness that I have to face when I come in that moment of solitude, a nothingness that's so dreadful that everything in me wants to run and get away, not to sit there and work through the things that God wants me to work through, my distractions, that I, I, these things that I, I, what I long for is the distraction because I don't want to think right. about right. my nothingness. I want to make myself believe that I'm worth something, but that's not all, he says. As soon as I decide to stay in that moment of solitude, confusing ideas, disturbing images, fantasies that are unhealthy, weird associations start jumping around in our mind like monkeys on a tree, And anger and greed begin to show their ugly faces and everything else that yeah. God wants to surface. Yeah. And it is um, it is transformative, and God uses that solitude to cause us to go deep in and yeah. look at and really focus our eyes on things that need attention. Yeah, I uh, I actually screenshotted this quote uh, from the book uh, that Swindoll wrote here. He said, and this was like <laughs> a highlighted, underlined, note taken. It says, in solitude, struggles occur that no one else knows about. Inner battles are fought here that seldom become fodder for sermons or illustrations for books. God, who probes our deepest thoughts during protracted segments of solitude, opens our eyes to things that need attention. Mm-hmm. Is it here? It is here he makes us aware of those things we try to hide from others. Mm. I don't know about you, Doug. I say this all the time. You know, th- there, was a, there was a long period of time where I hid behind a facade of spirituality. You know, active. And we all do it. Everybody uh, yeah. does. Yeah. It. I mean, active in all these various things. I had the, the, the spiritual resume that I was hiding behind. But behind the curtain, <laughs> behind the veneer, was really some ugly stuff that I needed to deal with. 
I've shared this with you. I mean, just the idols that were deeply rooted in my heart. Well, and here's the thing that, that the older I get, the, the more I realize those things aren't ever really eviscerated and gone for. No, that's true. Yeah. They will pop up and the enemy will attack you. Yeah. And you have to you you have to be yeah. guarded. Yeah. And if you don't have that time alone, if you don't have that time to go in there and deal, you know, David, David, I love Psalm 139. Our daughter Ellie memorized it when she was 4. <laughs> and I remember speaking in Tampa to a bunch of men down there and I I played Ellie's quote of it. Um, because it, it's just such a, it's such a good Psalm. Um, but David invited God to come into his heart. A lot of times we don't like looking inward but, uh, yeah. to deal with that ugly stuff. We don't want to acknowledge it's there, but David says this, he says, Lord, thou has searched me and known me. You know, when I sit down and when I rise up. You understand my thoughts from afar. You scrutinize my path and my lying down. Think about just that. Yeah. He already knows everything. You are intimately acquainted with all my ways. Even before there's a word on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me. And know my anxious thoughts and see if there be any hurtful way in me and lead me in the everlasting way. What our brother Tommy calls the ancient path. Yeah. Lead me down that path. Yeah. yeah. That path is not one of perfection. It's one of acknowledging I need Jesus and yeah. I need you, God. Amen. I need your mercy. Amen. We'll take a quick break. Glad you tuned in. Call us this afternoon, 844 844- 777-7928 844-777-SWAT you can also email us at ask at swatradio.com if you have any questions love to hear from you we'll be right back this program has the potential to reach millions of men each week if you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. SWAT Radio is underwritten in part by The Guardian Group. You know Brad Sykes as co-host of SWAT Radio. While Brad is committed to making disciples both on and off the air, his ministry extends into the marketplace as a licensed real estate agent with Keller Williams Southside. Brad and his wife Vicki are real estate agents in Northeast Florida. They are the founding partners of The Guardian Group. They help people buy, sell, and invest in real estate with offices near Butler and Southside Boulevards. 904-580-7255. That's 904-480-7255. And online at guardiangroupjacks.com. That's guardiangroupjacks.com. The Guardian Group. Happy to bring you SWAT Radio on the truth. 
The Florida Georgia Truth Network. Listen in Jacksonville at 91.7. Sky traced out by the city lights, my world from a mile high. Best seat in the house tonight. Touchdown in the cold black top. Hold on for the sudden stop. Breathing the familiar shock of confusion and chaos. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Doug and Brad here this afternoon. This is our last segment of the day. Call us 844 777 7928. 844-777-7928. Uh, you know, Doug, I have to uh, <clears throat> have to give a shout-out real quick to my uh, oldest daughter, Sarah, and her husband, Quinn, celebrating nine years of marriage today. <clears throat> Hard to believe it's been nine years since I walked my first child down the aisle. That's a long time. It is. I don't know. Is it, not I, as long as 40. <laughs> yeah, not as long as 40. No. <laughs> I was thinking, Vicky and I were talking about it earlier, uh, what were the hard years? Was it seven years? Was it 10, 12? First, you know, first 10. First me. 10. Yeah. yeah. I think the first yeah. quarter. Yeah. yeah. That first quarter is a tough one, man. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I think it was first seven or eight for us. You know, well, I'm Pro- probably the first I, year I'm, was I'm, tough. I'm, I'm stubborn. Uh, so I'm <laughs> You're a slow learner. Yeah, I'm a slow learner. Uh, oh, that's good. Well, <laughs> you know, you know, as we, you know, Brad, we, we bring this kind of week to, uh, not really a close, David. Uh, David's going to be here on Friday and he'll be talking about um, this idea of abiding, but these disciplines, simplicity, silence, solitude. Um, I, I, just one final thought on this whole solitude thing. There's no question that as you look at our world, we have become so busy and so empty as a nation. I mean, I'm talking about as a nation right now, spiritually. Yeah. I'm not speaking about, you know, productivity in the workforce, although you could probably make a case even there, we're empty. How many times do you see people in the workplace on their devices? Everybody, what's supposed to be helpful in technology has cluttered our world so much that we've literally, uh, social media, like, do do you really believe stuff you see on social media? No. Yeah. Everybody puts out like, it's not to say that some stuff out there may not be true, but nobody's putting out there. Hey, I just had a fight with my wife. (laughs) You know, nobody's got a picture of you looking mean or upset because you're really angry with your wife. We put pictures up there of happiness and stuff. And the reality is you and I know after 40 years of marriage, the real world is full of pain. Marriages take work, and there is no perfect marriage. There's no perfect life. And so our busyness in our world has created an emptiness, and that's why it's so important. You know, and even Paul, uh, Paul tells us that we should examine ourselves, and even Jesus uh, you remember, we, we haven't got to this yet in Mark, but over in Mark chapter 6, Jesus is with the disciples, and it says all the apostles were gathered with him, and they, they were telling him, hey, we've been doing this, and, you know, come, we've been casting out demons and all that. They're all excited mm-hmm. about the success of ministry. 
and what they've been able to do. And Jesus said, come away to a lonely place and rest for a while. For there were many people coming and going, and they didn't even have time to eat. And he says, you need to get away. And they went away in a boat to a lonely place by themselves. Why did he do that? Well, he did that because it's only in that time alone, in the silence, in the solitude, that you can be sensitive to hear what maybe God may be trying to communicate to you. He can bring those verses that you read to mind. But if your mind's full of clutter, they just get jumbled in there with everything Mm -hmm. else. Mm-hmm. You you know, we need to have those times because if we're going to surrender, which is ultimately what he's driving us towards, we've got to know what he wants us to surrender to. Is it this internal battle with some of these struggles I have? Is it a battle of my will against wanting my dream to to really take priority over what God's will is? which is a big battle for a lot of people. They have a dream uh, of something being what it is, and God says, no, that's not what I want. And so you go, okay, God, you win. Yeah. I, 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 want to, I want to follow you yeah. and your will. I love what Jesus says in Matthew eleven twenty eight. one of the verses everybody should read and memorize. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden. And what a promise, I'll give you rest. Uh, That's the picture of the world we're living in now. That, you know, we are weary, we are heavy laden, we are carrying burdens we weren't created or designed to carry. And it's interesting, Doug, you're not putting them on me. I'm putting them on me. Yeah. Another thing on my calendar, another thing on my schedule, another, you know, Obviously, there are things within our sphere of work that we should be doing, but uh, boy, we, you know, the, the 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 social media aspect of our world, mm-hmm. you know, how much time is spent there. Mm-hmm. We talked about it, I think, on Monday. You know, you, you're you got 24 hours in a day. What are you going to do with that? Mm-hmm. You know, and you were talking about even having these devices in our hands. You you look around. You go to the airport. <laughs> you're traveling just look around what where people's heads are their heads are down looking into a device or a a tablet or a laptop and and look at how many doug uh, vic and i started doing some walking as our new year's commitment we're gonna walk ten thousand steps didn't didn't get them in yesterday because of the storm so no i'm not walking 20 today but you know what i find interesting is even in walking Everybody we pass has something in their ear. Oh yeah, well yeah, it's like working out. You everybody has something in your ear. You can't have conversations with people anymore because you'll you'll say something. They're what? Oh, I got to take out my music, <laughs> right? Because we have to have noise, yeah, continuously. Mm. I it is it is something that um, continues to I think intensify in our culture. And, and, you know, I want to get to this last discipline of surrender because I, I thought what Swindoll wrote, and by the way, he wrote this years ago. Yes, I think it was in, because it was 
uh, shortly after he took the job at DTS. It was. So it had to be late 90s, I yes. think. Yeah. He said this then. So think about what he wrote in light of today. He says, we have raised a generation of strong-willed, belligerent, independent young men and women. Surrender is not in their vocabulary. Um, he says, too bad, since it's the key that unlocks the vault of God's best and deepest treasures. He patiently waits for us to yield to stop fighting him and allow his plan to run its course, to turn to him for our security and significance. And as he witnesses our letting go and our surrender, he begins to reveal himself in a greater, deeper way. Isn't that good? That's no. so good. Which, isn't that what we need? Mm-hmm. We we need to know, see, and experience God. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're not going to find it on Fox News. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're going to find it as you surrender to his purposes, spending time in his word. Well, I got a question for you if you're out there listening and Brad can answer for you. Okay. <laughs> what is, um, what, what is under God's control? And in the world and the universe, what? How much of our universe is under His control? One hundred percent of it. Okay. So nothing under His control can ever be out of control. Right. Now that's easier said than it is to apply in our life, but the reality is, and this is where the trust and surrender comes in. Nothing under His control can ever be out of control. So no diagnosis, no financial disaster, no relational disaster, um, no matter how tragic something may seem on the surface, he is still on the throne and in charge. Now, for people who don't believe in God, who don't uh, ascribe to Yahweh being the one true living God, they don't have any hope of 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 him being in control because they don't believe in him. But the reality is, if you're his, if you believe in him, if you're a student of his, if you're a, a disciple of his, if you're a, a follower of Jesus, then that truth is non-negotiable for you. I mean, it's non-negotiable. That's his sovereignty. You, God is either sovereign or he's not. And the Bible is, I mean, it is directly stated over and over throughout the Bible. God is sovereign. Am I not God? Is there anything too hard for me? Is there anything that I can't do? Yeah. And and so surrender for his people should not be such a struggle. And if you exercise these disciplines of simplicity, silence, solitude, the surrender, I believe, will come as a result. 
because you're able to hear. I, I can tell you, Brad, walking with him for over 50 years that I've never doubted. I've, I've, I've always seen him come through. Yeah. No matter how tragic, how disappointing on the surface something is, 